Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of TGIF. Thank God it's forever. Jesus does most definitely and ultimately come first. This here is Chaplain Andrew to teach you the unchangeable and unfailable Word of God. Listen for this theme song and you'll know. It's me. Hello, guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays. How are you all doing today? I am so glad you guys can tune in. Let me give you guys a round of applause for tuning in. Thank you, Lord, that they tune in, but not only that they tune in, but you cause them to tune in each and every week to this show. Because, Lord, it's my way of giving them something encouraging, giving them something uplifting and life-changing each and every week to listen to, because there's so much junk on the radio anymore that you can't listen to anything encouraging anymore. So I thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays. How are you all doing today? What is up in your lives? I am so excited that we are now doing Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays. We are, let me tell you, we're going to have a ball. This is going to be a fun day. It's going to be an absolute fun day here on Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays. And I've been showing Pastor Lance some statistics of how he's doing and how we're doing so he can get an idea of what's going on. That way I can show him the blessings that God is bestowing upon each and every one of you guys. And always, guys, remember, you can always go to communitycloud222 at gmail.com, spelled C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y-C-L-O-U-D, 222 at gmail.com. You can send us all your prayer requests right there. You can also just chat with us right at the email and let us know how you're doing. Let us know what life-changing things you're learning from the show. And let me say, if you guys never tuned in, I would have a show. I would not have a show. Don't get me wrong, I can preach it to the pews all day long, but it's not the same as when people are listening. See, it's not about the numbers, but when you guys download the episodes and when you guys download them and listen to them live, that goes to show several things. Number one, that you guys are downloading encouraging information that I give to you, all encouraging stuff. It means that you're downloading life-changing and uh, uplifting information uplifting stuff because there's junk on the radio anymore you can't listen to anything good now on the radio and it's just like i wanted to create something encouraging and this is what i've been doing for the last six years but thank you guys again for tuning in because it's like staring at a tv that's not been turned on you wouldn't stare at it very long just like if no one downloaded these episodes i wouldn't i wouldn't be here very long i would quit after a while because i'd be like there's no one there's no one downloading them i'm not encouraging anybody don't get me wrong, God's word never goes void. Again, it never goes void, but I just love encouraging people, and I can't encourage people if there's no one here to encourage, if there's no one downloading the episodes. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, uh, it's going to be huge, and I, like I said, I've been showing Pastor Lance some statistics, and he's been getting to know what's going on with the show. That way he can be in the loop and everything. So that way we know what's going on exactly to a T. So that way I'm not leaving anybody out of the hook. 
because I want to at least let him know the blessings that God's bestowing upon you. I want to let him know about the miracles, the healings, the signs, and the wonders that Jesus is performing is performing through this ministry. So again, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays. Let's get into a few but brief announcements, starting with number one, go to communitycloud222 at gmail.com, spelled C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y-C-L-O-U-D, 222 at gmail.com. And guess what you can do right there? You can send me all of your prayer requests. Or if you want me to shout to you on the podcast, send me your first name, your city, and your state. And I'll shout out to you on TGIF, where Jesus does most definitely and ultimately come first. Also, be aware, guys, you can call us at 1-302-448-8443. Again, that's 1-302-448-TGIF, where Jesus does most definitely and ultimately come first. Also, be aware, we're going to be doing this each and every week outside the classroom Wednesdays, where we think outside the classroom to those who need the gospel each and every day. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to take Pastor John's messages from Sunday morning Bible study, post those to the show so you guys can enjoy them, and as also so we can take his messages to outside of the classroom to those who need the gospel each and every day. Also, be aware we're going to be doing this each and every week now as well, Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays, where we take Pastor Lance and Ernissa Travis's messages, and we post those to the show as well, so you can enjoy their messages as well, and so we can take and get their messages outside of the classroom as well to those who need the gospel each and every day. Also, be aware, guys, we're going to be starting this real soon, the rumble, where we'll be shaking the heavens rattling the earth and rumbling against the principalities of darkness and evil. The Bible says that we don't fight or rumble against what? Flesh and blood, but are principalities of darkness and evil. We're going to take one day out of the week, and we're going to fight, 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 pray, 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 rumble, 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 preferably at midnight. Now, why do I say preferably at midnight? Because darkness loves darkness. Let me say that to you again. Darkness loves darkness. When you look at your hand in a dark room, can you see your hand in front of your face? Of course not. Why? Because darkness loves darkness. Darkness collects. And when you turn on a light, some of the darkness is dispelled. Finally, when all the lights are turned on, all darkness is dispelled. The same thing with Jesus. When you display God's light or Jesus' light, darkness is dispelled. The Bible says, at the name of Jesus, not at the poof, ta-da, here I am, at the name of Jesus, Demons tremble and Satan flees. Let me say that to you again. It says in his word, at the name of Jesus, not the poof, ta-da, here I am, at the name of Jesus, Satan flees and demons tremble. So all you got to do when anything comes up after you and it comes to tempt you, you say, Jesus, and it's done. So what are we going to do on the rumble? We're going to take one day out of the week and we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for the listener and we're going to pray for the government and we're going to pray for the president. Whatever pops up, we are going to pray. For let's pray for this man in the White House, Lord. We humbly come before you, Lord. We ask you to be with this man in the White House. We ask you to be with him on his every day, that when he does what he does, he does it for your glory, for what you want to happen in this in this world, not what he wants to happen. I ask you to be with him in health and to be with him in finance. And Lord, I ask you to direct and guide him in everything that he does. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. That is the rumble. Also, guys, be aware, we're going to be doing this each and every week. Worship Saturdays, we'll be doing nothing but worshiping God. Just praise, prayer, 
in worship. Grab your favorite drink and just relax your lounge chair and enjoy the fabulous music we here have on the show. All we're going to do is just praise, prayer, and worship. That is Worship Saturdays. Also, guys, be aware that you can download Podcast Portal, spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T space P-O-R-T-A-L, available on the Google Play Store, the Amazon App Store, and the Aptoid Market. And what can you do on that app? Well, first off, you can listen to this very show. Second, you can make comments with a free Spreaker.com account. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Again, it's you can make comments with a free Spreaker.com account. That's, again, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Also, you can connect with me through Facebook, Twitter, and email. Yes, email. Let me send you, let me to give you a personal TGIF life hack. So here's the scenario. You want to send an email to TGIF, but you don't want to go, Spelled C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y-C-L-O-U-D-222 at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Ooh, see how much of a breath it takes to get it out of there? Well, here's what you do. Download Podcast Portal. Again, spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T space P-O-R-T-A-L. Available on the Google Play Store, the Amazon App Store, and the Aptoid Market. And then you go into Podcast Portal and go to the right-hand corner of any page, bottom right-hand corner of any page, and click on the little envelope picture it looks like an envelope it's the email button click on there then click on your email client then type in your email and hit send it's that easy but it seems hard at first but then when you go back hit the always button though because when you go back to it again guess what as soon as you click the email button that quick it's that easy sends you straight to the email you type in your email you hit send so it's that easy it's click the email button Type in your email, hit send, you're done. But you got to click that always button. Also, what you can do on Podcast Portal is you can listen to the play buttons. 95.5 The Fish from Cleveland, Ohio. KJIC out of Texas. My former church, Evangel Christian Churches. And my new church that I attend here in Ravenna, Ohio, Portage Community Chapel. So with Evangel, you just click on their Evangel button. It takes you to their YouTube page. And with Portage Community Chapel now, you click on their uh, Portage their button, and you just it takes you right to their Vimeo page. So you can listen and see their videos as well. But you can also move around the screen, and if you're chatting with people on the app, you can do that as well. Also, be aware my favorite part of the app is the portal chat feature, where you can communicate with not just me or the co-host, but everyone who who owns that app. Everyone in the world who owns that app. If 500 people own that app, you can communicate around the world, 500 different people. And that's my favorite part of the app. You can also send pictures. You can also send a picture straight from your phone. But here's what you got to do. You take the picture with your camera. You save it to your phone. You go into Portal Chat. You then click the camera on the bottom. You select the picture you want to put into the Portal Chat. And then you hit send. It's that easy. You can't take a selfie with it, but you can take... A picture beforehand and then post that picture into the portal chat feature now we want to get to know who you are a little bit we want to know a little bit about your day so show us a little bit about yourself if you're in france you want to show us the eiffel tower take a picture of the eiffel tower and show us we'd like to know who you are now we don't want to know every single minute of what you do there are some people out there who who will post i had 25 peas i chewed them 25 times i walked 25 feet to the couch and i sat on the couch <laughs> That's not what we're trying to do here. We still want to get to know who you are. It goes like this. 
if I own, if I if I pastor a church, but I know nobody in that church, can I pray for them? Absolutely not. Why? Because I don't know who they are. I don't know how to pray for them, who to pray for, or what. So let us know who you are a little bit. Let us get to know you a little bit, so we can get to know who you are, what you need prayer for, and what is going on in your life. Because that is the most beautiful thing we can do is to get to know each and every one of our listeners. Also, what you can do is that portal chat feature. Like I said, it's beautiful, it's awesome, and you're going to enjoy it. I know you will. That is Podcast Portal. Also, guys, one last announcement. Tell your Alexa devices, say, Alexa, open Podcast Portal. And she'll say, welcome to, or welcome back to Podcast Portal, where you wear you can listen to this very show straight from your Alexa devices as well. We also got that skill for your video Alexa devices as well. Again, ask Alexa to open Podcast Portal and she'll say welcome to, welcome back to Podcast Portal. And that does, guys, conclude our announcements. There you go, guys. That was our announcements for today. Let's get into our main song of the show and is simply entitled, We're Going Up to the High Places by none other than Dr. Tom Ray. Enjoy, We're Going Up to the High Places. We've been deceived by the devil too long tonight we're gonna tear the devil's kingdom down what he said was his has been ours all along tonight 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 we're gonna tear the devil's kingdom down yeah yeah let's go up
that was we're going up to the high places by none other than Dr. Tom Ray. Again, that was we're going up to the high places. Let's get into Pastor Lance and Ernesto Travis's message on this week's episode of Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays. Enjoy the message. <laughs> Uh, about servanthood 
And uh, with that in mind, it's important to know that you don't have to say yes to everything. There's some things that you can say no to. After that. Because <laughs> if there ever was a truth told, that was the truth. You better say no to some stuff. Glory to God. Yes, Jesus. Amen. I'm standing here even just saying that statement. Uh, it makes me reflect back over my life. And things that I wish I had said no to. Come on. And uh, we all got some stuff we wish we'd said no to. Uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, but I thank God for grace and for uh, his righteousness and the power of the Holy Ghost. Whereas at this point in my life, I don't have to wish uh, anymore that I had said no. But I've been empowered to say no. Uh, what is her name? The past president, uh, Ronald Reagan's wife. Knowing that prolong or just be long or uh, you know going on and on because we can, um, but it is uh, important to be sensitive uh, to the Holy Spirit's direction first of all, and then also uh, as a servant being sensitive to the needs of people. Amen. And uh, as I've said so many times, I really appreciate uh, you all coming to the EMI service and ministry, and it certainly shows your desire for more from God uh, yeah. after coming through the 10 a.m. morning service and then coming back again is certainly it clearly shows that you desire more. And I'm going to tell you something. When you desire more and you begin to extend yourself uh, before God uh, in faith that God's going to respond to your faith. I thought Dr. Cheryl said something uh, very good earlier. See, because some people ask for things, but they don't want to go through the process of demonstrating their faith uh, so that they can receive what they ask for. In other words, for some people, uh, going to God in prayer, uh, their requests become no more than a wish list. Yes, yeah, stick with me. Yeah. They, they become a wish list, but God's not a genie in a lamp. Nor is he Santa Claus. Yes. And you don't just tell God what you want and then leave it and put forth no effort of faith. Amen. <clears throat> but when you ask him for more, grace, power, anointing, blessing, understanding, wisdom, uh, it is so important to apply yourselves uh, to, uh, to, to go the extra mile uh, so that you can be equipped and prepared to receive all that God has for you. Amen. Amen. All right, let's turn to Matthew chapter 20, and we're going to begin reading uh, at verse 24. And uh, today, uh, the, the lesson is about servanthood. We're going to talk about servanthood. And uh, I really believe that uh, the room should be jam-packed and full when we talk about uh, this subject, and uh, someday it will be. Um, because it is so important to understand servanthood and the heart of a servant. And uh, servanthood is not at all self-centered, nor is it selfish, um, nor is it concerned about uh, the, its own personal matters. But the whole heart of servanthood 
is a statement that was made this morning and also the theme of our lesson this afternoon that it's not about me. Yeah, here we go. Because uh, that's where we get stuck a lot of times. See, it's interesting about uh, that statement because we say it's not about me, but uh, there are times we really get into something, especially something that we're drawn into or that we really want, and we get so deeply into it that we lose sight of the heart or spirit of what we're doing. We do what we do. And we are so focused on the thing or what it is we're doing and not realizing that there's a purpose behind what we do. Uh, and Jesus so plainly demonstrated that. Uh, and we're going to read. I'm reading uh, first. And said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord over it and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Uh, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Amen. This is the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. And that uh, word ransom is a Greek word pronounced lutron. And, uh, and I want to start off with this because lutron is an interesting word that comes from the Greek verb luo. And uh, which means to loose. The word signifies a release from slavery or captivity uh, brought about by a payment of a price. And we all know who paid the ultimate price for our sins. Uh, sin demands an expiation or an atonement, a price paid because of the penalty of death that was upon us. Jesus' gift to us was uh, himself, and it was a universal ransom for many that uh, was of a vicarious nature, and Lutron defines the price paid, canceling our debt. And there's other references uh, that speaks to the same, but even with a little bit more detail, where Jesus himself uh, says, not only he that is greatest among you will be servant of all, but whoever seeks to uh, save his life will lose it. Yeah. Gives his life will find it. <laughs> uh, which implies also that for one, when we entrust our lives into the hands of God himself, we'll find life, we'll find true life, we'll find real life, we'll find eternal life. When we give our lives, uh, um, exercise authority or lordship over those uh, that are under uh, their influence or authority, not only did they have it wrong, but uh, it put the focus on them. I'm going to tell somebody you know this ain't about you. Yeah. Uh, again, we have to remember that and we have to be reminded even the greatest 
uh, of leaders have to be reminded that it's not about you. And I came from a place where not only were leaders often distracted to think that what they were doing was about them, uh, their call, their position, their title, uh, their posture even, uh, but understanding that there was danger in folk uh, who not just recognized you, but actually promoted and positioned you and put you in a place of worship. Whereas a leader, uh, we become idols or icons, if you will. Uh, and, and it so often happens, especially with preachers. Yeah. Uh, but it happens with other folk, too. Yeah. Yes, it does. And we have to understand that one of the keys or secrets uh, to uh, uh, undoing uh, this, uh, what, what one theologian calls iconoclasm, uh, which means that uh, we promote and exalt the one uh, person and or figure or their office as an icon. Because I believe that the only one that is meant to be served, uh, that is worthy and deserving uh, to be served is God himself uh, and the Lord Jesus. And that's why uh, I believe that everything that we do with our lives should point to Jesus. And it should point people to Jesus. If people see us more than they do Jesus Christ himself, then there's a problem. Uh, if they see, uh, amen, that uh, uh, we are great among men uh, because of the position and title. And I think that's where the problem comes in that when they see us because of the position and title that we have, uh, then there's a problem. Because the emphasis should never uh, be solely upon the position and title. But how about the love that's demonstrated? How about the self-sacrificing, self-giving service? Uh, if you want to put emphasis on something, glory to God. Put emphasis on how you can see Jesus in a person's life. Yeah, if you want to put emphasis on something, put emphasis on how that a person gave so much of themselves... So you couldn't even see them anymore when you think about it. If they're giving themselves away, if they're giving up themselves, then after a while you won't see anymore of them. Not if Jesus is there, because the more you give of yourself, uh, glory to God, the more you're going to see Jesus. How do you know that? Because even John Baptist said, glory to God, in uh, uh, the gospel according to St. John, he said that uh, I must decrease that he may Increase. Now that is the idea at the heart of servanthood. That I may decrease. That you see less and less and less of me. That you see more of Jesus. I could even ask a question. And we have the thought set for today. But can others see Jesus in you? What do people see when they look at you? Who do they see? When they look at you, <laughs> glory to God. Do they see you as the mighty man and woman of God? Do they see you as the bishop? Do they see you as the woman of God? Or do they see Jesus? Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with they seeing you as a man or woman of God. But what I'm saying is that they should see so much of Christ in you that they're able to look past your title and position and see Jesus. That's a heart of servanthood. Now, 
The thing that Jesus highlighted here was a whole idea of sacrifice and service and how did they go together. You can't truly serve without sacrificing. God help me in here this afternoon. Uh, amen. Uh, live stream audience, you can't truly serve without sacrifice. See, because some folk want to serve until the point where it gets uncomfortable. To the point where it interrupts a favorite TV program. And God, please, football season is here. Don't interrupt the football game uh, because then you won't get it. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. That, that certainly ain't no shade. I thank God for this brother here, Brother Antoine. Because he came with his jersey on and he could have said, listen, it's football season. I got my jersey. I'm staying home and watch the game. But listen, he did what a man's supposed to do. He came to church with jersey and all to hear the word of God. And the man of great wisdom will invest in Tebow. The red zone. Glory to God. That red zone. And the NFL network. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great man of great wisdom. Right. Why is he gonna get it later on? Because he know football don't come first in his life. Yeah, he can get it later on. Glory to God. Uh, she can get, uh, amen, the, the soap operas and the dramas and all of that later on because it don't come first. And that's the whole idea of sacrifice and service in all you're doing, making sure that you know first of all and that others know that Jesus comes first. And even as a husband, before I can lead my family at home, I got to put Jesus first. That's what enables me to serve. That's what enables me to serve uh, with the grace of God and have a grace-filled home. Uh, Brother Antoine and I was talking uh, Friday and was saying, and I appreciated so much his words, uh, that if you're really going to be the servant at home, then you got to lead with love and patience. Amen. And sometimes, I, I remember when you said that, and sometimes you got to lead with a whole lot of love and a whole lot of patience. Glory to God. See, because it always, and this is the thought that's constantly in my mind, it always prepares you for what's next. See, because the thing about is that it's not going to always just be you and it's not going to always just be you and your crew or you and your four and no more. That the more you serve, the more God's going to position you to serve more or to serve others. I believe that service is always about others. Just like God did, eventually God will allow you to see how it will serve multitudes. Not only your communities, but the community next to you, other communities, uh, the nation, and even the world. Because I believe that is the heart heart of God. So, sacrifice and service are both ingredients that are extremely important in service. And Jesus here, he squarely confronts the world's concept that greatness is defined by high position. And listen, that's what we came in reading in verse 24. It says, when they, the ten heard it. Well, why is it the ten that heard it? Because there were two of the disciples that was asking Jesus a question that was about them only. 
And, and, and it's interesting here. Um, uh, they, they ask the question, uh, going up to verse 20, it says, Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with her sons and kneeling down and asking something from him. And he said to her, What do you wish? Uh, she said to him, Grant uh, these two sons of mine may sit one on your right hand and the other on the left in your, king, in your kingdom. Now listen, they were so into themselves, and watch this, uh, that their focus was about them and sitting in a high place. But they were so into themselves that they didn't even come to ask Jesus themselves. They said, their mom. Mm. Yeah, let that marinate for a minute in your spirit. They sent them two grown men, first of all. Grown men sent their mama. And they sent their mama to ask Jesus, can the two of them sit next to him in his kingdom? And he had to tell a woman, you don't even know what you're asking. Because if you knew what inheriting the kingdom was about or what I had to go through in order to demonstrate the kingdom of earth, you never would have came to me with that question. Just like people that come to you and say, ooh, you are so anointed and I wish I had the anointing that you got. And they have no idea what you had to go through to get what you got not only is it a great price to pay, amen, but the truth of the matter, because of all that you had to go through to get what you got on your life, they can't even afford it. Sometimes that's why I'm on the telephone when I hear stuff like that. You can't even afford it. The price that I paid. Just like a woman with the alabaster box. Nobody knows but Jesus. The price this woman had to pay. She had to give up everything she got. Just to get the oil. Just to get the not. Uh, just to go and purchase. And to come up with it. And make it look like it did. And bring it up. But just to get the oil. See, the price that you're paying and what you're going through and how you're serving, amen, is going to produce oil in your life. Amen. There's things you have to go through to get the oil. Why is the oil important now? Because in order to serve Jesus, in order to become a servant leader, you need oil on your life. Hallelujah. So, I guess the teacher didn't last too long. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> the preacher was about to kick the doors down and come out. Um, so they, they, they asked Jesus, or rather she asked Jesus, because they sent the mama to answer. And the mama answered, uh, can uh, grant that the two sons of mine may sit on uh, one the right hand and the other on the left. And Jesus said to her, you don't know what you're asking. Uh, are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I'm to be baptized with? Because she didn't understand. She didn't understand that uh, he was just, he was dying on the cross. And the magnitude of it. She thought that this was something that uh, he was doing to promote his kingdom. To pr promote a new political move. Because that's the same thing that the disciples thought. That he was positioning himself politically so he could introduce this new kingdom into the world. But it wasn't about a political move. It had nothing to do with politics. And I wish folk in this 
season would understand that it's not about politics. Oh God, help me because that's a whole nother message for another time. Glory to God. People are so caught up in politics and think that politics has something to do with your faith and Christianity and the two are nothing alike. Glory to God. And Jesus even had to let them know. Remember in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, he said, you before that, I'm sorry, in verse 6, he said that it's not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has put in his own hands, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen. In other words, he was explaining to them, this is not about political positioning. Amen. The kingdom is not coming through politics, but the kingdom is coming and it's advancing through the power of the Holy Ghost. That's when you're going to see God's rule. His rule, his kingdom rule, his kingdom authority is manifest, glory to God, through the new birth and the power of the Holy Ghost operating in you. That's why Jesus said also that with great tribulation, you will enter into the kingdom of God. We press into the kingdom, amen, when we go through the things that we go through. Yeah, thank you. Hallelujah. Okay, let me stick with the point. <laughs> Glory to God. But this is getting good for me right now. Thank you, Lord. So let them know that it's all about the kingdom. Not positioning. Not politics. Not a title. And it's interesting that we're talking about this, and these things happen in Jesus' day. But when we look around us, the same thing is going on right now. Come on, listen, somebody say, same old, same old. Yeah, same thing is going on right now. Same song. Same song. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But it's always been about God's kingdom rule in the earth. And as representatives, we are called to represent him, to represent his rule, to represent his to represent his authority, to represent him in the earth. One of the things we do uh, to demonstrate that is the love folk. To live the love life. So, true greatness in God's kingdom comes through sacrificial service. Also demonstrates, therefore, that kingdom service is to be done with humility. So understand this, because I don't want there to be any misconceptions, and I don't want what I'm saying to be misconstrued. Understand this. That when I'm talking about kingdom service, I'm talking about a lifestyle of service where you not only come and you serve sacrificially in the church, but you also serve sacrificially at home. Because when you serve sacrificially at home, everything changes about your home. Just like there's a shifting in the atmosphere. We talk about all all the time in church. There's a shifting in the atmosphere when we give and we worship without restraint. Can you imagine that if you served at home without restraint? Hallelujah. Amen. Sacrificially. uh, Praying when you don't feel like praying. Coming together when you don't want to be bothered. Amen. Humbly serving when you don't want to even see anybody. When you don't want to get up out of bed. But you get up anyway and serve. Hallelujah. Amen. Service becomes a lifestyle. Glory be to God. Amen. And not just something we do to look good. Uh, yeah, I'm saying more than you realize. Because 
they do things just to look good so people can see them. Come on, just like James and John, amen, who mama came to Jesus and said, put them on your right and left hand. They wanted to be seen, postured a certain way. Amen, and folk come up in here doing stuff but they want to be seen. And you have no idea, glory to God, that when you get up before people, amen, when you say that you are a leader, people expect the world from you. Ooh, I can stop right there and miss this. <laughs> Come on, y'all know it to be true. People expect the world from you. And because of their credit, people, when they see you as a leader, they see more than a person with a title. They see hope. Amen. Yeah. yeah. They see love. I yeah. pray to God they see love. Yeah. Amen. They see Jesus. Yeah. So when they see these things in you, they expect a lot. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. We're still talking about service and sacrifice. When people see you and they recognize that your attitude yeah. in serving is that it is all about you and that you're here and must be catered to. And they but so much they expect from you. Because if people see that there ain't much in you, see this is the kind of teaching I was raised up on. If they see that there ain't much in you or much to you, then guess what? They don't expect much from you. Real talk. Yeah. They, they don't expect much from you. And then, then the person has the audacity to say, well, well why is it that people don't come to me? And why is it they don't look to me and they don't respect me? Because when they don't see much in you, they don't really expect much from you. But when they see a lot in you, they expect a lot from you. Hallelujah. Thank you. My God. And in my flesh, sometimes I want to run and hide so I can get a break and a rest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and while we're on the subject, that was just like Jesus because he had to go into the mountains. Yes. No, not because he wanted to get away from the folk they were getting on his nerves. No, so he could pray. <laughs> and who knows? They may have been getting on his nerves, which is why he had to go and pray. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, baby. So he can stay holy. <laughs> now I'm going to read the same passage before we go on further. From the tra Passion Translation, that you know, I've said so many times I love the Passion Translation yeah. of the Bible. And uh, I'm closing with this also. So I want to get you out of here. Uh, but it says that the other ten disciples were listening to all of this. And a jealous anger rose among them against the two brothers. Can you blame them? You know, here we are following Jesus, all 12 of us. We are all going through what we're going through with him. And then the other reason, anger is stirred because this uh, 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 request from their mama came to Jesus. Uh, amen. And I'm, I'm sorry, you know, if I was amongst other folks, I would have said their mother came with not nah, from their mama. The reason they came... <laughs> It, it stirred up some anger because after Jesus talked to them about his death that was impending, was telling them the type of death that he was going to die, then here come the mama and said, wait a minute, what about my boys? Wait, Jesus just told them how he would get ready to die. And you wondering about the boys' position and how they're going to sit on the right and left hand. You got the wrong perspective. 
there. You see what happens when folk lead or they serve with the wrong perspective? They had it twisted. So verse 25 says, Jesus, knowing their thoughts, called them to his side and said, kings and those with great authority in this world rule oppressively over their subjects like tyrants. But this is not your calling. Come on, look at somebody and tell them, you're not called to lead like that. You're not called to lead like that. You will lead by a completely different model. The greatest one among you will live as the one who is called to serve others. Because the greatest honor and authority is reserved for the one with the heart of a servant. Let me read that again. The greatest honor and authority is reserved for the one with the heart of a servant. Glory to God. For even the Son of Man did not come expecting to be served, but to serve and give his life in exchange for the salvation of many. Did y'all hear that? He came to give his life in exchange for the salvation of many. The heart of a servant is the one who gives their life for other people. Greater love has no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. That a man would give his life in exchange. Something to think about. Let me say this. I believe that the times when our service and servanthood is most profound and most powerful is when we're hurting the most. Amen. See, one of the things I'm going to do is dispel another myth, uh, because there are folk who actually think that in order to truly serve, that we got to have everything together, we've got to be perfect, we got to be right, and everything's got to be in order in our lives, and then we can serve. No, service becomes most profound when we are hurting the most. Again, uh, look at Jesus. He was wounded for our transgressions. Bruised for our iniquities. <coughs> the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we're healed. Healing was produced as a result of his suffering. Don't think you got to be perfect to serve. Amen. But what you do have to be is yielded, submitted, humble, and obedient. Amen. Hurting or not, scared or not, troubled or not. Give, give, and keep giving. Serve, serve, and keep serving. Love, love, and keep loving. Yeah. Amen. And see, I mentioned home because when you model that at home, it won't be hard to do it out here. Right. See, because if you do it at home, you can serve almost anybody. Because the folk at home know all your stuff. Right. <laughs> Do. <laughs> Praise God. The folk at home know all know of your weaknesses and shortcomings. And, <laughs> and to me, that's what makes the love uh, so beautiful. Because uh, just like Jesus, when folk know all your mess and still love you. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you. So, service and sacrifice are two essential elements of godly reconciliation. 
as agents of reconciliation. Can you say that with me? Agents of reconciliation. We learned that humble service offered in obedience to God and love for others is a powerful way for the walls of alienation to be broken down between us. The measure for success for children of God is not in how we rule, but it's in how we serve. Amen. The measure for success for children of God is not in how we rule, and that's what we've been taught. That's what religion teaches But it's in how we serve. That's why you hear Dr. Cheryl, our pastor, often talk about uh, the main components in this house, in this ministry, is love, acceptance, and forgiveness. You hear that all the time. Because those are the components. Thank you. Those are the components uh, that are vital. You cannot effectively serve without them. Amen. Hallelujah. You cannot effectively serve without them. So we pray that we've said something today that has encouraged you, inspired you, and uh, just give you some tools and equipment to go a little further. The other thing, before we pray, I'm going to say this. It, it certainly demonstrates Jesus and the life of Jesus in you when you serve sacrificially, when you consistently give up yourself to please God and not please other people. And that's also of the way to walk in and receive your own healing, your own deliverance. As you serve others, God ministers to you. We tell folk in our Celebrate Recovery uh, ministry that it is so important for people in recovery to learn to serve. For one, when you're serving, you don't always think about your struggles, your addictions, your challenges, your hurts, and your hangups. When you're serving, when you're serving others, you're not feeling sorry for yourself. It's hard to serve and feel sorry for yourself at the same time. Just like it's difficult, uh, and I would even say virtually impossible, to love and hate folk at the same time. Okay. My, my. Glory to God. Ooh-wee, let that one marinate. <laughs> It's just like that, that tooth that the uh, dentist is working on, you know, and he's tapering around and everything just seems so fine. Oh, it's not that bad. But once he hit that nerve, ooh, ooh. Yeah. God's called us to a life of service, servanthood. And I declare to you that the more you give of your life, to serve, that uh, the blessings will be innumerable. You won't be able to keep up with the blessings the more that you give of yourself to serve. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this word today, and we thank you, Lord God, for even as uh, we spoke as we believed that you were speaking through us, we also understand that the Holy Spirit himself speaks personally to every individual with rhema. And Father, I pray that the words that come from you would continue to resonate in our spirits and in our hearts 
till we surrender and do them and become more and more like Jesus. Father, I pray your blessings upon everyone here today. And Lord, that you continue to guide us and to direct us as you order our steps. And we'll continue to give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, God bless. Uh, those of you that are watching live stream, uh, we thank God for you and you're watching today. And just want to encourage you uh, to continue to trust God and to continue uh, to amen uh, uh, and service unto Him as you as well live this life of sacrifice and servitude. Uh, we also want you to prepare yourself to receive the Lord's Supper with us. And uh, if you get the elements, and if uh, those of you that are watching regularly, you know at this point, this is something we do. Uh, that the night that the Lord Jesus was betrayed, uh, he took bread and he supped with his disciples. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. And he took the bread as he gave thanks. He broke it and said, take it, eat. And after the same manner, he took the cup. And he said, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. As often as you drink this, you do the Lord remembrance of me. So he gave thanks and he told them to. There you go, guys. That was Pastor Lance and Ernesta Travis's message for this week's episode of Kingdom Collaboration Thursdays. Let's get into some more praise and worship, shall we? Let's start out with Children of the Lord Shine On by none other than my friend and guest on the show, The Light Warrior. Enjoy Children of the Lord Shine On. Children of the Lord Are 
upon that shining path today. Will the Lord of Light say welcome home to you? You are my glory soldier and in service brave and true. Will he open up his arms to you and say, Enter into peace today. Enter into peace today.
That, once again, guys, was Children of the Lord Shine On by my friend and guest on the show, The Light Warrior. Let's get into our next song, which is We'll Lift Him Up by none other than the K. Daniel Spirit and Truth Worship Band. Enjoy, We'll Lift Him Up. Yeah. 
That was, once again, guys, we'll lift him up by the K. Daniel Spirit and Truth Worship Band. Let's get into our next song, a worship medley by none other than Pastor Evangelist Dudley Smith. Enjoy worship medley.
There you go, guys. That was a worship medley by none other than Pastor Evangelist Dudley Smith. Let's pray, shall we? And then we'll play one last song, and then we'll end the show that way. Lord, we humbly come back before you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that we get to not only just come and enjoy the music, but worship you in spirit and in truth. The Bible says that those who worship God worship God in spirit and in truth. We thank God that we get to worship you in spirit and in truth. And we get to worship you as our Lord and our Savior, Jesus. And we thank you and we worship you because, Lord, you did the miraculous. You died on that cross that we might be free from the burden of sin. You gave your son, Jesus, that we might be free from the burden of sin. We thank you, Lord, that you are God and God alone, that you are being and they are continuing to be with us in this podcast, in this ministry. Ask, Lord, to, to bless everyone at the sound of my voice that not be what selfish. Not one of those. I have to have it just because I have to have it. Rather, I need whatever it is to get to point A, if it's a car, to get to point B, to get to work, to get to church. Whatever it is you need, Lord, they need, Lord, you give it to them. Because, Lord, Why? Because, Lord, they need it. They need it to to do their everyday life. And, Lord, I ask you to heal everyone the sound of my voice from cancer, diabetes, like I have muscular dystrophy, multiple sclerosis. Uh, heal my mom's arm that's not frozen anymore. Heal my sister's heart that's not bad. And heal her diabetes that's not bad either. And, Lord, heal people from diseases that contracted themselves through sin, yes, HIV, AIDS, syphilis, gonorrhea, herpes, why? Because when you heal them, it shows your mercy, your power, and your grace. Not only that, Lord, it shows that you are real and that you are God. A reminder of a scripture. In your word, it says, you came through the door. It doesn't say you opened the door. It says you passed right straight through the door because you're all spirit at that moment. I said, Thomas, look at my hands. Thrust your finger to my side and see that I'm not God. What would you say? Blessed are those who have seen and believed. But it doesn't stop there. It says, blessed are those who have not seen yet still believe. So show them now, Lord. So when they come back needing absolutely anything, they won't have to say, I have to see it to believe it. Because guess what? They'll say, if you did it, then you'll do it again. Because your word again, Lord, says, you're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So they'll say, if you did it then, you'll do it again. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. It's all in the matchless name of Christ that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Let's get into our last song of the show, and it is entitled, He's Been There by none other than Dr. Prophet Larry O'Rell. Enjoy, He's Been There. and 
there once again guys was he's been there by none other than dr prophet larry orell and let me say this to you again i know i say this a lot after that song but no matter what you go through he's been there he's been there whatever you're struggling with he's been there physically no spiritually yes what do i mean by spiritually well jesus one never sinned never ever ever sinned his entire life so if he's never sinned, you say to me, well, chaplain, Jesus has never sinned. So how could God, how could have Jesus been there with my lust addiction? Jesus never lusted over a woman, nor did Jesus ever have fornications with a woman, nor did Jesus ever get addicted to drugs or alcohol, or was he never addicted to pornography or so how can you say, chaplain, that Jesus has been there? Because Jesus died on the cross and became sin for the world. He would never sin, but he became sin for the world. And what does that mean? That means that spiritually, he's what? He's been there. So spiritually, Jesus has been there. He never, ever, ever had the sin to be there. He just became sin. So he took the sins of the world and put them on himself and became that sin so that way he can say, like, I've been there. I know what it's like because I've been there with you. Not only that, God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. So while you're going through it and you're struggling every single day from it, guess what? He's there. He's been there as well. So when you're struggling with this on a regular, everyday basis, you shouldn't be, but if you are, just let you know that Jesus has been there. Therefore, all you got to do is give it to God, because guess what? He's been there. Just like the song says, He's been there. And He knows what you're going through. With that being said, guys, that is our show for today. Two things to remind you of. Number one, download that app, Podcast Portal, available on the Google Play Store, the Amazon App Store, and the Aptoid Market. Download Podcast Portal. You can do all those wonderful things on the app. Also, guys, ask your Alexa devices. Say, Alexa, open Podcast Portal. And she'll say, welcome to or welcome back to Podcast Portal, where you can listen to this very show straight on your Alexa and your video Alexa devices as well. Again, just say, Alexa, open Podcast Portal. She'll say, welcome to, or welcome back to Podcast Portal. And guys, we love you. Jesus loves you. And guess what? There is nothing you can do about it. And with that being said, guys, that is our show for today. And like always, this is TGIF reminding you to, one, trust the Lord in our ways, two, lead not to your own understandings, and three, in our ways, acknowledge Him. He shall direct your path. Thank you, and good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.